I haven't had coffee what? yet. You and it's like coffee? twelve. Mark, no. really, you're the coffee yeah. connoisseur of this podcast. I know. I know. Wow, I am. Uh, I am surprised. <laughs> this is this is the fact of the episode, or the most mind blowing part of the episode, is that Mark doesn't have coffee, and it's already twelve four p.m. Welcome back to another episode of the Productivity Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Mark. And I'm Kyle. And in this episode, we're talking about the ban, the Kyle ban. (laughs) But before we get to what that means exactly, Kyle, what have you been up to? Uh, Lots of things. We uh, we took a longer break between recordings this time than, than usual. Uh, partially because one thing that I want to talk about is I went camping last weekend, which is our, was supposed to be our usual recording day. And I haven't been camping in like maybe four years or so. And I grew up in Boy Scouts. I'm an Eagle Scouts. I, I grew up camping and everything. But most of my adult life, at least post-college, has dealt with very little camping in my life. Mostly because you just get so comfortable with just being around the city and your home that uh, to go camping is like extra mental and physical efforts. But uh, a few of my friends decided that they wanted to go camping at a national park about three hours outside of Austin. And I was like, sure, why not? And I honestly forgot how useful camping is for like mental health. Just like take a break from everything and just like not depend on so many things around you like screens or what have you or just like basic like places you go to in the city. It's nice to get that novelty and that break from everything. Uh, We weren't fully disconnected from the grid, so to speak. We had uh, still a little bit of cell service out there, which my safety mindset was always happy about because I'm very safety first with everything I do. And so it was nice to have that connection to just like knowing that if we had to call something for an emergency, we were good. But a lot of things came back to me pretty easily, like building a fire. I was the fire master for two nights out there. And, uh, I I hike around with my Eagle Scout cap. It's like obligatory for me. So I was walking around like a dork with an Eagle Scout cap on hiking. It was just a good time. Uh, I would recommend for people to go camping if they can, just to take a break for at least a night, just to uh, disconnect from everything, give your eyes a break from all the screens in your life, and just enjoy it. And especially at nighttime when the stars come out. It's a great view that makes you realize how insignificant you really are and how life is fleeting and it's just good to enjoy it while you can. So I, <laughs> I recommend camping for its mental uh, mental perks and I guess physical perks too since you could go hiking or uh, what have you. There's tons of things you could do camping-wise too to improve your physical health as well. Uh, let's see, what else have I been doing? Oh yeah, I just wrapped up a month off from no drinking which actually might go into longer than a month now. I just recently published a blog post on it. If you're subscribed to my newsletter, you'll get informed about, uh, I guess, the the day after we record this. But this is coming out like two or three weeks after that. But uh, I I took a month off of drinking uh, as like a small little challenge. And I loved it so much that I've decided to put more rules around alcohol and maybe not drink until special occasions only. Which uh, turns out that my life improved a lot more with just removing alcohol from it. So... That one small change can make a huge difference if you can do it. And like I have certain rules with alcohol, like no drinking at home, 
and uh, no drinking on work nights. But during the pandemic, those got those got lessened, and so I it's nice to this reset and reevaluate my relationship with it. But yeah, I'd recommend anybody. I've talked this before about like giving up on things that you're dependent on just to see your relationship with them. And it was a great experience, especially in a, I'd say the culture of America has a lot of alcohol involved with it. So, okay, stop it dogs. (laughs) The dogs are throwing the party right next to me as I record. (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, let's see what else I've been doing. I've been doing a lot. This has been a very busy month for me. How about you, Mark? What have you been up to? Um, nothing, (laughs) um, (laughs) literally, um, well, not literally, but almost literally. So the, the most productive, uh, if, if you want to use that word thing that I've been up to has been my copy editing course, um, working with that, I still have that to do and midterms to submit. Uh, so I was able to complete that and I, you know, I did pretty well on my midterms. Um, you know, you always hope you can do better, but you learn what you missed or things that you can improve on for the future. Mm-hmm. So, um, some, so still some studying moments and learning moments, uh, when it comes to editing. Uh, so great to have teacher feedback uh on my edits and everything else so that's been good and outside of that i've worked on nothing i think the last thing that i produced uh was my newsletter on october 11th and uh that was called slow season yeah (laughs) um and so since around this time every year i guess I guess people are called, I don't know, I haven't been diagnosed with it, but uh, people call it seasonal affective disorder, kind of a seasonal depression that happens in the fall into the winter. And But it aligns every year when I go through my funk mm-hmm. of not doing anything, literally not wanting to do anything. Um, uh, so I haven't been, I haven't been doing anything and I've been on vacation. Oh, that's so nice. this is this ending my vacation. And it was nice to not do anything. I was just completely and utterly drained uh, mentally, exhausted. And, or, you know, going into it, I was like, ah, I'm going to work on this. and I'm going to work on get this done, et cetera, et cetera. And as I started, I was just like, the, the first Saturday, when you start your vacation, right, and you end on a Friday, mm-hmm. When you wake up that first Saturday, at least for me, um, it just hit different, <laughs> as the kids say. Yeah. Uh, it just felt so relaxed, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if a, a better uh, term for it, but it just felt so at ease and relaxed to know that I don't have a crunch limit or a time limit between... <laughs> enjoying the weekend and when I have to get ready for work on Monday. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Um, so that, that stress was gone and I was like, ah, take today to watch whatever you want, do whatever you want, go for walks and stuff like that. Uh, you'll work on some side project stuff Sunday mm-hmm. or Monday. And then I was like, you know what? Screw that. I'm not working on 
anything. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. Um, I'm just going to be whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to think. So I turned the brain off, and I've done nothing but like sleep and watch shows that I wanted to watch and eat and go for walks and just nothing. I had no news, you know, um, the only social media was a few posts, uh, for that I had, uh, made for our Instagram account. Um, yeah, it was a complete, like just turn off moment. It wasn't camping because I was around screens. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't work on anything, no side projects, no writing, no nothing. Um, I just kind of just turned the brain off and just kind of vetched out, if you will. And it was great. It's fantastic. I was I was felt I was so tired. Um and like mentally mm. and physically tired. I was just, you know. Um, because this is the first vacation I had since I think February or March this year. Um, and I didn't realize I had gone that long without, uh, a, a week off, hmm. uh, work. So that's what I did. It was nice. Um, didn't do anything. I know other people are probably like, uh, staycation. No, that's ruining it. You wasted your time or you should have gone somewhere or something. It's like, no, nope. I thought about it going somewhere a road trip somewhere or something and i was like you know i don't feel like it i don't want to do anything literally (laughs) don't want to do anything um so it was perfect for me (laughs) that sounds nice vacation not doing anything not going anywhere was absolutely perfect for me i already have my next one planned um time off uh and that one i will be going somewhere Mm -hmm. actually going somewhere uh but this one i decided to uh, terminate any plans I had and just um, just stayed home. That so sounds nice. That I was great. Those before. Uh, yeah, might be due for one soon. Might we'll see. Yeah, it it was great. It was great. Um, and I, I, we've talked about it before. Like, if you need a day off or just take the day off, a day off, mm. if you can, if your schedule yeah. allows it, and don't do anything, don't plan to do anything or whatever. So you know, sometimes those are. Those are absolutely great as well. Yeah. They can be great as well. Um, outside of that, I well, okay, I, you know, it, the two other things did creep up towards the end, mm. um, and that's me uh, uh, re- relearning languages. Um, I've gotten back into wanting to learn languages again because mm. I've been. I one of the things that I've uh, was watching again was. Uh, uh, it's a Korean show called Kingdom. Oh, not not uh, the one that everyone else is watching, Squid Game, which is apparently the most watched. Well, show I watched Squid Game. Now. Yeah, I already seen <laughs> yeah. Squid Game. Like when it when it dropped, um, uh, and people started watching, I was like, okay, let me see what. Yeah, this we is did about. too. Right before we got like it became a global phenomenon, like we watched it, and yeah, I was like, oh, this is a good show. I, I didn't expect it to get as big as it did, and I actually think that it got too big for its own detriment. And I think that it's carrying a bunch of like people like being like counterculture for the sake of, or they're being uh, what's the contrarian for the sake of being contrarian. Oh, and that's always going to. I hate when that happens because I've been there as that kind of person, and I try to not be that kind of person anymore. But I know that kind of person exists, and uh, so I'm. I think it's for its own detriment. It got too popular, 
But I could also just want to be a hipster who watched a <laughs> Korean show on Netflix. Uh, but anyways, I'll get one about your show. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, there's always going to be people who are going to go run counter mm-hmm. just because. Yeah, without actually ever seeing like, it. Yeah, they're, it's because it's everyone's talking about it. Um, and it's really is good though. I mean, it has its problems. That's not to say it's perfect. Uh, it, it has its problems. Um, but there, it doesn't matter what it is mm. or how good it is or something. There's always going to be someone yeah. that runs counter yeah. to it just because, yep. um, so yeah, I don't I typically, I, yeah, I don't pay attention to that. Um, though you know that's probably going to be a lot of people's halloween costumes tonight uh or tomorrow <laughs> oh, yeah, those, uh, fencing masks. yeah it's actually a a boutique like like custom t-shirts or sewing store uh mm-hmm. near kind of near where we live and on front of their and in front of their uh sign now there's a sign that says squid game inspired merch inside and it, i think they even have like the the pink suits uh like on mannequins on display right now on the on the side on the uh on the i guess window display <laughs> just like <Yeah>. wow <laughs> that's gonna be good yeah. for your halloween costumes yeah they're raking it in but yeah the one of the uh dramas i was watching i watched that um kingdom is another that's um that's a mysterious virus it's a period horror horror it's not the it's not the american tv show kingdom to clarify it's a korean tv show period piece with zombies and shit Hmm. or ooh, you may have to bleep that with zombies and (laughs) 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 i forgot where i was (laughs) so that's so i've been watching that um and uh so that's gotten me back into thinking like, ah, I want to, you know, relearn uh, languages. Mm. So a couple languages that I tried to learn. Well, Spanish was the original one that I learned in school and kept up for a while. So I'm going back to that. And what else? I tried to learn, well, I learned a bit, a little bit of Afrikaans Mm. and then Dutch. And I was able to use Dutch when I was in Amsterdam and, um, Again, I learned just bits and pieces of that to get around. And then um, I want to learn Korean. Uh, so I'm starting back with Spanish and then I'll go through that. So that's kind of been the thing that kind of picked up while I was on my time off um, this month that I kind of started uh, to learn languages again, practice and getting that practice in. So that's. I kind of gone on for a, a little bit for not being for not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I sure talked a lot about it. So let's talk about Ban Kyle Ban. Yeah, a portmanteau of my name and <laughs> Ken Ban because we can't think of a better name for us right now. I think I'd give it. I I figured we'd workshop a name today as we're just talking for this method. Uh, because uh-huh. it's inspired by a few things that we've tested before or reviewed before. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'll explain what it is before I explain inspiration first. I mentioned this thing before in our previous episodes, and it's a new system for me, but it really fits of how my brain thinks out priorities. 
So this board, so to speak, is a square of sorts. It could be a square rectangle, whatever, depending on how, uh, depending on how you want to set it up. I have a square where the vertical y-axis is the percent complete for a project, and this is like all I estimate. You don't need to know the exact the exact numbers, and the horizontal x-axis is a uh, is the priority level, and the the bottom left corner is the lowest priority, lowest complete, and the top right corner is the highest priority, highest complete. So that's to give an idea of the perspective of this, uh, going from left to right on the bottom is increasing priority and going from bottom to top is increasing in percent complete. And it could change for anybody. All that matters is you have these axes and you graph it the way that works best for your brain. Maybe you're better at having things going downwards for percent complete. And maybe you like to do from right to left for uh, priority. It doesn't matter exactly how it looks. It just matters that you have these two axes that are uh, perpendicular to each other if you want to get more technical with the engineering. Uh, or, or, or thought, or, or I can't say the word. Or ortho orthogonal, orthogonal. I'm trying to sound more technical, but I can't say the word <laughs> <laughs> orthogonal to each other. Uh, you have these two axes, and I also have some additional things on it too. I have a red line that I call the hot zone, which is my highest priority task that I need to focus on. That's on the on the uh, furthest right quadrant or the furthest right part of the of the board, and then I also have a green line on the vertical. Uh, axis uh, that's called green light zone, which means that this project is close to completion. Those are just there to have some, add some additional motivation to me. They're not required. But that's the gist of this thing. Uh, all the completed projects go on my board to the right side. I have a thing called finished. And I guess to lay this out a bit more, each project is on a, is on a note card, which are color coded by different areas of my life. So I have writing, I have audio video, I have house physical, uh, I have personal and I have other are the colors I have right now. And writing is like this pinkish red, house and physical is green, uh, blue is audio video, yellow is personal and purple is other. Those are my cards I have on it and they're in various points of the board right now. And on, on the left side or on the right side is my finish line where I put all my finished tasks there and then I write at the back of each notebook card or at the back of each note card what date I finished them on. And then below the board, I have a thing called the project way station, which is like where all my ideas are or projects I put on hold that might be partially complete but are on hold. They are put into the way station and they just kind of sit there until I'm ready to work on them again. And the idea behind this is that my brain works in a certain way where I... I've realized that through years of trying digital solutions to this, <laughs> there's a physical solution out there that actually works with me, which anybody who knows the show, I work better with digital stuff, but I was never good at project management in a digital uh, way. Project management digital uh, with a digital screen just always felt too small for me. And the, depending on what, uh, what I'm trying to do, the software might not necessarily line up with like how I want to construct it. Like Notion was great with our Kanban board, same with Trello, but it wasn't working well enough for me. I could have like the priority of the Kanban board and I could have the percent complete 
with the Kanban board, but I couldn't have them both. That really annoyed me because I wanted to track both those things. So after we finished the book, Refuse to Choose, uh, which is a great book, check out our past review and the book itself if you like the review. And Refuse to Choose, Barbara Sher, she talks about having a, a rotating priority board. And that's what inspired this whole thing. I was like, that's like, he's like, I need to have a good board where I could like rotate the priorities uh, on one axis. But I also know that a motivator for me is also seeing how far complete something is uh, to know how I should prioritize it. Either if it's near the finish line, I should probably knock it out of the way and increase its priority. Or if it's like low, pro- if it's like hardly finished, uh, but or it's hardly worked on, but I want to work on it somewhere, I, I could up the priority. So from reading that book, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do a priority board with an additional axis. Uh, axis that will show a percent complete and that just works best in my brain i can't explain why uh, but i think that uh, reading that book really inspired me to do this and the kanban stuff but there was no software out there that did this thing uh, in the way i wanted to uh, so i was like you know what i'm just gonna buy a cheap whiteboard from office depot and get a cheap set of pens uh, or uh, sharpies not sharpies dry erase markers and just uh, get to it. And I buy like a whole pack of note cards. And uh, this actually started out as a Kanban board in my office. And immediately as I set up, I didn't like it. So then I redid this after I read the book. And it's been working well with my brain ever since then. So that's my my rundown of it. Uh, to clear, if you're curious like what I have on my board right now, uh, I could uh, share some of the things on there. So on the lowest priority stuff right now, and lowest percent completes. I actually have editing this episode of the Product Day Lab since we just started recording it. Uh, it's zero percent complete, and it's a lower priority since it's two weeks out from being released, and I can focus on other things. I usually I don't edit until the week until the weekend of releasing, so I throughout the week I'll be bumped up for the right. And I also have uh, low priority partially complete. I have a world building for a project I'm working on. I also have like mid priority, uh, hardly complete or hardly worked on is, uh, a possible new season of everyday, everyday superhumans. That's TBD, uh, when that'll be happening. Uh, I have a higher priority, not complete of NaNoWriMo prep, which I'm considering doing right now, but I'm also very busy, but I'm playing as a high priority since there's a deadline to it, but 0% complete. So it probably won't even happen. Uh, I also have on there my monthly review as a high priority, uh, about halfway complete right now. I have my prose writing class I'm taking as a high priority, uh, about halfway complete as well, and so on. It's just it's uh, it's helped me visualize the status of these projects in more than uh, one axis and more than one axis, and it was really annoying me that most techniques seem to seem to prioritize one axis over the other. So that's my setup of the board, and that's my inspiration. The Kanban board, my frustration with them, my frustration with software uh, for Kanban boards, and uh, reading the book, Refuse to Choose, kind of made it all click. After explaining what the Kanban board is in my setup, I'd like to hear what yours is like, Mark, and what your experience has been like with it. Um, mine is the same setup. So the left side of my board are a backlog of tasks. Then I need to complete. So to, I guess, to contrast how it was before, so a standard um, Kanban board that was split into uh, 
three horizontal horizontal sections and three vertical sections. So each of the verticals, um, actually two vertical sections. Uh, so each of the vertical sections was for personal and then for uh, publishing. And then each of the horizontal sections, the top portion was the backlog to do, the middle was the in progress, and the bottom was the done, completed. Mm -hmm. So now with the Kalban, it's set up where the left side of the board is the backlog of items, all using sticky notes. Then the middle section has a low, medium, and high vertical with the uh, sticky notes starting at 0% on the bottom and 100% at the top. And then the far right is the complete column, the done column. So it's 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 kind of the, the middle column, even though it, it's, it's low, medium, high, it's, it's pretty open. Uh, if I want to move something in between or if it changes priority, mm -hmm. right? So it's not a, a full-on designated column, if you will. So there's three verticals, one with the backlog, the one with the active work, and then the uh, completed on the far right. So the kind of the, the change, the most significant change, if you will, is adding a percentage mm -hmm. uh, to it. Um, I think, which is not much of a big difference for me, and, and we've talked about this before with you and your projects, and that your projects last so long that it feels like they never move, whether you're on a Kanban or yeah, digital. That's definitely true with my work so stuff, which projects can take up to five years. So. Yeah, so I think that's probably why the percentage uh, goes with you so well. When I use the Kanban board, for example... I always, uh, the, they're always uh, subtask, if you will, or they're broken out task, things that are easily completable, mm -hmm. if that's a word, um, and uh, things that I can easily check off or complete and move. So I'm always moving sticky notes around uh, or breaking them out to say that, you know, um, I have... I'm writing this blog post, I'm revising or editing this blog post and proofread. Those will be multiple sticky notes mm -hmm. for that one particular uh, task that I need to do that's moving from the to-do to the in-progress and then to the done. So I always feel like I got progress going on with that. With this, I, you can, I guess... Uh, you can probably you can still do it both ways, though I feel a little bit more lax in that I can just have a singular sticky note, if you mm -hmm. will, for maybe a blog post or article uh, where I can put it at zero percent. Mm -hmm. And um, I do like the fact that I can have it at zero percent and the low uh, priority working on it, and then you know I can move it up in a vertical fashion to re to show that. Oh, it's at twenty percent now. It's at thirty percent complete, mm -hmm. or what? What have you? And uh, then, as it gets closer to the particular date, I can move it from the low column to the medium to the high uh, to show that the the range of, of progress that it has uh, for that. And it 
for me, for writing stuff, it mm. tracks with my Trello workflow. And I have like different card buttons uh, on each of those. So yes, uh, whatever's on my Kalban or Kanban yeah. board uh, sticking out, it does have a representation of that in Trello. Uh, so because I need that stuff on my calendar uh, when working and planning. So the the way that uh, my Trello works is that I have you know various due date fields, custom due date fields. For stuff so if i'm drafting something um i have when it when i started drafting or when i started work on that particular item uh, i have edit revision due dates and you know draft due dates and the final publishing due dates and stuff like that so as i go through and, and it's checking off the checklist mm-hmm. items of all the stuff that i need to do that matches with how i'm moving the sticky note on the board um, to note that I'm making progress on this or that it's, you know, X percentage complete. So for, yeah, so for me, it was nice to have the low, medium, high or to have it be dynamic mm-hmm. um, in that fashion because I automate that stuff on my Trello board. Like when I, you know, when I'm, uh, I change the priorities, I have it bumped to the top of a column based on the due dates that it has, or I swap out labels that I'm using on Trello, all at the click of a button, uh, depending on what stage I'm in uh, for any writing, particular writing project, for example. Uh, So it's nice to actually have that uh, somewhat in a physical manifestation uh, with the Kalban board or priorities board in which you can, I can easily rotate the sticky notes between the priority levels that they're in while also viewing what percentage of completion they're in as compared to before it was just stationary. I just knew that the project was um, in progress, but um, if it's been a while since I came uh, worked on it, I will have to go back to see, okay, in Trello, what percentage of that is in progress? Well, I have a bit, much better visual now and on the Kalban board to see, oh, it's been a while since I since I touched Project Witch. Yeah. And it's, you know, uh, at uh, 45% yeah. complete, uh, right? So, so since it's been a while, I can look at that and say, oh, I'm at 45% complete. I don't need to go to my Project Witch board to see... Uh, specifically where I'm at, or I don't need to open Scrivener to see which chapters have been completed and which others need work, right? Um, so yeah, that's kind of been my my experience uh, with that. And since I've mostly been in a... So that was early on and when I was working on some stuff. And then I then switched to my use copy editing sticky notes mm-hmm. so for the stuff I need to do for copy editing course like uh each sticky note for the post i need to make for my readings um and for any homework and and uh midterm or assignments and workbook assignments and stuff like that so i broke those all out onto sticky notes to put on my board since i was not working on side projects that's the unfortunate thing even though i was on vacation and i was like yeah i didn't do anything (laughs) I still had my copy editing course mm. that I had to to work on. So that's the unfortunate piece. Um, 
but you can get that stuff out early. But it was really very nice to have that on the board and to go through because normally I don't put the my copy editing stuff on the board. I keep it in a Notion document um, because I'm making notes and and that's my documentation for the course. So it was nice to use it in that particular fashion. So the thing that uh, I do with this board is I kind of like what you're doing is that there's ways you can do it quick with like having like the main projects being on there, but like some of my projects are like like I said long term. And so it's kind of demoralizing to see like a big project just like hang out in one corner for a while. So I actually break stuff up and do like various different uh, subtask, like kind of sub projects, I'd say, because a, a project is a collection of tasks. And so, mm-hmm. for example, I have on here, I have uh, my audio drama project I've been working on for a while. Instead of doing the whole three seasons that we planned out, I just have season one uh, on there because we're actually bringing it back. Uh, we're working every Sunday on writing this audio drama and going through the scripts and everything. But uh, I only have the season one there because I don't know how long it's going to take to record all three seasons. It could take years. So, like we haven't even written the second season yet. So it's good to have it broken down into that. I actually have rotating tasks as well. Like I don't necessarily, like for example, for the Bracte Lab, I have just one note card that's called TPL edit slash publish or edit episode is what it says. TPL edit episode. And I just kind of rotate that throughout uh, throughout uh, my weeks. It'll move over to the finish line when I'm done with an episode and then whenever we, reco- whenever we re-record one, I put it back on the board. I don't bother putting a date on the back of that one since it's not a one-time occurrence. Which is actually one thing that I probably would have done differently if I could have uh, redone this is instead of color coding by area of my life, I probably would have uh, color coded by time span or repeating, uh, repeatability. But I kind of like the uh, area. It kind of depends like how your brain works, and uh, mm-hmm. so on. Uh, but this this particular board system, I think the biggest benefit of it is just having an overview of your projects. Like if you're like us, uh, to use the the quote or the title from the book, uh, scanners, uh, or not scanners, refuse to choose. Uh, you and I are both considered scanners by that book's uh, nomenclature. Uh, mm-hmm. And scanners have a lot of different interests that they're into. And so I, I with having so many things on my mind without like having a good, easy place to put it, like I had them on Notion for a while, but I just never checked it. Having it right there in my office that I could look at throughout the day makes a huge difference in my brain for where I really stand on and everything and like what I have going on. And I think that just having that overview, even if, even if like the one thing you take away from this episode is I should have a, a board of all my projects on it. If you're like us, highly recommend having a physical board where you can write down all of your projects on it. It makes a huge difference in how you process things. And uh, at times you might feel overwhelmed but at the same time, you might have a lot of clarity because you look at them and try to put priorities to it. And that's pretty much all I did. Is I took I took a list of all my projects. I either are a kernel of an idea, or are in motion right now, or even completed, and I just put them on two different axes to give a little bit more perspective on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also additionally on these on this board. Uh, this is my my own addition that's not necessarily part of the Caliban board, but below the board next to the project way station, I have my monthly goals and tasks. 
I've run out and like my weekly goals and tasks that I uh, just keep there visible at all times. So that way I don't have a, uh, so that way I don't uh, forget about them because like I used to do list a lot. I think to do list is great, but to do list is also overwhelming at times. So it's nice just to break down like my top five goals for the week and the month and just put them there on the board. I used to do the same thing on Notion, but on Notion, I would never check them. So this is a way to keep them visible at all times. And so I also have an additional subtask and sub goals that I put on there as well. Uh, this is kind of like a, I guess a shorter topic because there's only so much you can talk about two axes and projects. But I think uh, some, <laughs> some ideas to throw onto this is that uh, one thing I've been putting up for a while is and I've been wanting to buy some uh, small like what do they call them like notebook tabs they like mark on they're usually used for textbooks right like, like you can like uh they're like a bookmark but they're like sticky and you like write on them for like what the section styled uh, i want to buy like a box of those notebook tabs and tag them on or use them use them as tags on my task on the board where i could like write down the due date on them or the start date that way I could have uh, an additional data points to work with because some of these things are uh, do have due dates and some of them do not. So it'd be nice to have the due date visible as well. I could also write on the card the due dates, but I kind of like the idea of having a separate tag because due dates could change and you, know, you just rip off and put a new one on. Uh, I would do that differently. I'd probably change the color coding as well, but I also do like to see which aspects of my life I focus on a lot. And no surprise, it's a lot of writing. So that's no surprise at all. Uh, there's other things you could do. You also change if like the if like the percentage complete on the vertical axis seems like it too. Uh, what's the word? Sterile and scientific for you. If you want something a little bit different, I'd recommend like giving a giving like a nicer lo- label like kernel at the bottom to like fully spread tree at the top. Like kernel to tree and like break up to like sapling. And whatever young trees are called, I don't know that about arboreology, arborism. I'm not an arborist. (laughs) (laughs) You are on your own with yeah, but you can like change it. You can make it a little bit more fun. I just think in a way that's a little bit more scientific that way, and I I just want the numbers, even if they're just approximation. But there's various ways you can do to change the axes. All that matters is that all all that matters is you have these two perpendicular axes that show these statuses of. a percent complete and priority and then you could uh, add some additional tags as well uh, but overall this just doing this has given me so much more perspective on my projects and i don't feel as overwhelmed in my head since i'm not constantly juggling them juggling them in my head and it's given me some clarity and part of practice systems is offloading your brain onto something else a second brain to speak and this is just a good way to add to that second brain capabilities so I'm going to go and say my final review right now since I made this for my brain and this is how my brain works. I give it a five out of five. How about you, Mark? Final thoughts and review. Um, like I said, yeah, um, I liked it. It's a different representation. Um, I did. I can't say that switching to this particular style um, makes me want a bigger board yeah. um, than I have now. So I'll have to wait until I move and have the wall space yeah. to get like a, a mega board. <laughs> uh, Just get one of those whiteboard board. walls if you could do it. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, so 
Yeah, that's the only thing um, is that uh, it made me wonder. Yeah, it's been, I have, this has been through various iterations, the whiteboard mm-hmm. that I have. So shout out to Yolanda from Eating and Sipping Locally uh, for inspiring me to get a whiteboard to do the setup for it. Um, because she, you know, we we were chatting and, and uh, about stuff some time ago. And, you know, she was showing me her board. And I was like, you know, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Let me get a board. So the first iteration of my board was, uh, it was just handwritten. Yeah. Uh, the month. Um, the books that I'm, you know, checkbox for books that I was looking to read that month, my goal mm-hmm. and a list of top projects that I wanted to complete. And, you know, I'll just fill in the checkbox on the board and then, you know, wipe it away and start over the next month. Right. And I always kept a section of what I'm reading, um, and my reading TBR reading list, et cetera. I probably posted some pics of it long ago and then i switched to the kanban uh board setup uh which is which was yeah a little bit different mm-hmm. and so it was that the, the as i explained at the top of the show and how that looked and so now this is kind of the third iteration uh of that so i think i'll be keeping it for a little while and see how it goes as i add uh a bit more projects to mm-hmm. it or other items that i'm working on um, again, I like seeing the physical representation uh, of that. Um, I still use, again, Trello and my workflow for my projects mm-hmm. um, because of the automations that, that I have built in and uh, the integration with my calendar. So I like having uh, Trello for the the projects for that. I still use Notion uh, as my documentation mm-hmm. piece for uh, if I need to do any documentation uh, for any of the projects, that's where it goes. And then uh, the the my board uh, for visual representation of where things are at, which has been great to have. So I think, um, yeah, I'm still experiment. experiment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't had coffee what? yet, you and it's like coffee? 12. Mark, no. really, you're the coffee yeah. connoisseur of this podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. Wow, I am I am surprised. <laughs> this is this is the fact of the episode, or the most mind blowing part of the episode, is that Mark and I coffee and it's already twelve four p.m. <laughs> I know. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Um, but uh, I even forgot what the word I was trying to say. But the, I guess the point <laughs> the point is is that uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm at I'm at. I like the new life that it's it's breathed into yeah. the visualization so i'm kind of like at a i don't know i'm like at a 4.5 nice. okay. out of five um or a four out of five or a five out of five wow but I, i'll go with 4.5 out of five all right let me let's do that because i really like it i really like it um of being able to just kind of because the priority on my projects do change and I like being able to just move that sticky note around. I, you guys know from the past episodes how much joy I receive out of moving sticky notes around on the board. And this just gives me more opportunities to do that. that, that that's all I got uh, for that. So, 
Kyle with the 5 out of 5. Mark with the 4.5 out of 5. What's coming up next in our next episode yeah. of the Productivity Lab? We're kind of going to uh, bring it down again and talk about something or review something that we've been talking about for quite a while (laughs) to the point that I thought we already (laughs) did a review for it. And that is Readwise. So uh, Readwise is an app uh, that you use to record uh, quotes and uh, highlights from your Kindle reads. Uh, it has a variant technology uh, to allow you to capture things that you're reading mm-hmm. and to review at a later date. It blows my mind that we have not actually. Oh, we talk about so much in the show. Reviewed this. <laughs> I got it because yeah, I'll talk about so... the episode, but I got it because it makes our book review episode so much easier to do. But yeah. It's an app we talked about so many times that surprisingly we haven't actually reviewed it. And exactly. I'm looking forward to uh reviewing Readwise in the next episode. So if uh look if you've heard us talked about it so much and um and you want to know more before you dive in, uh definitely check out that episode in two mm-hmm. weeks uh when we release that. Otherwise, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AskMarkio, that is AskMarkIO, and you can find my writings and blog and newsletter at AskMark.io. Kyle, where can they find you and the podcast? You can find me at KyleSQ9 on Instagram and Twitter, where I am occasionally active. I'm more of a lurker on both those platforms. You can find my occasional blog posts, such as my Lessons learned from not drinking for a month uh, blog post at quadrant9.net. And then you could read the place where I post the most, which is my fictional website. Well, fictional website sounds like it doesn't exist. My website for my fictional, <laughs> my fictional website. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> exist. That's why I post there all the time. Uh, <laughs> no, my website for all my fiction writing, jonathankweb.com. And that's jonathankweb.com. Be sure you use the K in the middle. There's also JonathanWeb.com, who's a, uh, what's the word, a motivational speaker from like Tennessee or something, and I am not him. Uh, I did years of Toastmasters, but never got that good. So just go to my <laughs> writing website at JonathanKWeb.com. In the meantime, you could follow us, the Productivity Lab, at Productive Lab on Instagram and Twitter, where Mark mostly handles the social media, mostly on Instagram. And you could follow our website and RSS feed through theproductivitylab.show or tpl.show. In the meantime, stay productive. My dogs are playing with each other now. Give me one second. Hey. Nope. Hey, hey. No wrestling. No wrestling. Hey. Of course, they don't wrestle at all when we hang out for 45 minutes before we record. And then as soon as you no, start recording, they, they start wrestling. They're like, oh, he's recording now. Let's go. <laughs> I know.